So, there was a famous story that was in uh, Salant. In the place of Salant, there were two very poor cobblers. One of them had a change of fortune, and Baruch Hashem, he was Zoycha to make a lot of money, he became a very wealthy fellow. The other one remained a cobbler, a poor cobbler, very, very bitterly poor. The wealthy former cobbler became a very respected member of the community, and his children became engaged to the very wealthy members of the community as well. And there, it's at this wedding that our story takes place, and it was a very lavish wedding for one of his children, you know, he was no one even remembered the time that he was poor. Everyone knew him as a rich man, a very, very uh, influential member of the community. And it was at the chuppah. And his former colleague stood under the chuppah, together with the chasna kala. And the, this jealous poor cobbler was there at the chuppah, looking at his previous colleague and seeing, wow, look how far he's got in life, and look where I still am. And he was so, so bitter, so, so sad. So he came forward. And he walks up to the chuppah, and he's holding a um, pair of torn shoes. And he's got this pair of torn shoes, and he goes up to the chuppah, and he goes to the father of the, well, I don't know if it was the chasm or the kala, but basically his former colleague, and he said, oh, my shoes are torn, how much do you charge to fix them? You can imagine how embarrassed the rich man was, that he collapsed, and he died. That was the story that took place in Salanta. Rabbi Sorel Salanta, the famous Rabbi Sorel Salanta, was actually at that chasna. He was by the chuppah. When he saw this, he decided, okay, the time has come to, to establish the Musa movement. And that's what he did. Rabbi Sorel Salanta, at that stage, right, people didn't know this story. They didn't know what was it that sparked Rabbi Sorel Salanta to, to build and to cause, to uh, create the Musa movement. It was this Misa. Because he realized that people were, uh, were uneducated and unknowledgeable in the laws of Ben Odom Chaveri, which Baruch Hashem, you guys are here and you guys are listening and joining us. And in our movement of Ben Odom Chaveri, bring back the base of Migdosh, Be'ez Hashem, will be Zoycha to have a bigger sensitivity. Rabbeinu Yoyna says in Shari Tshuva that embarrassing someone is almost like murdering him. We'll speak about that and we'll see where that is. The um, Zoya in Parsha Shlach. Not so long ago, the Zayah Kodesh tells us, Rabbi Shimon Bayachai, that there was a tremendous Talmud Chacham that died. And he died very, very young. It was very, very sad. It was a tragedy. And he was brought to Shemayim. And the Malachim did not allow him to enter the Yeshiva Shalmaila because of his Averis. Now, even knew what was his Averis. His Averis were that he knew his Rebbe would not be able to answer his incredible questions, but he asks them anyway, and he embarrassed the Rebbe. And the Rosh Hashiva of the Yeshiva Shalmaila told this young Talmud Chacham that if he would purify himself in a certain way, then he would be able to come by. But the Zoya Kodesh is telling us how sensitive a person has to be. He's asking his Rebbe a question. He's allowed to ask a question. Questions are beautiful. We always encourage questions, right? But, not if someone's going to get embarrassed. And that is what I want to speak about today, Be'ez HaShem. I want to speak about today in our part four in the sugi of Ben Odom is discuss embarrassing somebody else. It very much comes off of yesterday's sugya, which was Oynos um, Tvarim, because it's very, very intertwined. But it does have its own set of Divrei uh, Chazal and Inyanim, which we want to speak about. So, 
We'll start as we do with the Pasuk. The Pasuk in Vayikra Yutes Yud says like this, Right, we spoke about that Pasuk at length. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that part. Don't do an Avera. What does that mean? Says the Gemara in Erechin Tezayin Omer Famous Gemara in Erechin that discusses this Inyan, Rabbein Yonah brings the Gemara, the Chovetz Chaim brings this Gemara in many, many places in the Psycho Shemir Salashen. Minayin l'roye b'chaveire dova maguna shechayv l'orechicho. Says the Gemara, how do we know? That if you find something within your friend, that he's doing something wrong, you got, you got chayv l'orechicho, you got to tell him off, you got to, you know, you got to uh, literally, uh, as they say, reprove him. Shenema, this pasuk. Hachir to hachir, hachirchoi v'loi kibul v'loi kibul. He wasn't a kabul the hachacha. Menayish yachsev yichenu. We go back again and tell him off again. Talmud loyma toichiach, toichiach, toichiach. It's a double lotion. And therefore, remember, we spoke about this a few weeks ago. The benishchai. They look into yourself before you look into others. Okay, that's the sugya over there. But we're not going into into now. He says the gemara, and this is our sugya. Mekam yochal. I would have thought. Afidu mishdan imponov. That even if you're going to tell him off in a way that's going to embarrass him, Talmud That's why the pasuk ends. That even though that when you have you have an obligation to tell someone off, which by the way is not so again nowadays. We don't know how to tell people off. We don't have the power to do so. The way to do it is a certain way that he'll feel, like we said yesterday, out of love, out of concern, which most people won't feel. And not only that, it has to be done that you know he's going to listen to you, and you have to know you have to know how to do it. And there's a lot of different tanoim. But whatever it is, the, the, the Gemara is telling us that since the Torah says right after go and go and tell other people off, it also says What's the connection? What's the connection between telling people off and making sure they don't do avera? Says the Gemara in Erech and Tezayim a base because when you tell people off, you can embarrass them. And that's a bad thing. And that absolutely is forbidden. And that's terribly wrong. The Rambam. In Perik Vav and Hilchas Deis. Halacha Ches. Says, Don't speak to him in a harsh way. Until you embarrass him. Shenema. Mikan says the Rambam. Which, by the way, they learn from the Rambam means people think, oh, if you embarrass someone publicly, that's like the big Avera. But publicly, you know, privately, in, in, in the room, you know, we're roommates, come on! I'm having a chavusa, we're learning together, he's my workmate. No, the Rambam says, culture came, even more so Barabim. It's even worse Barabim. But there's still an Avera, even if it's not done Barabim. Kach Omru Chachomim. Again, my voice, I'm reading to you the Rambam Perik Vov, Deus Halachaches. Harsh words. If a person goes as far to embarrass someone publicly, and remember the comments of the things that we said yesterday. Some of the things we said yesterday in Nostavorim was about, you know, asking someone a question that he knows he's not going to answer, making a remark about his shirt, calling him a nickname. You know, all of these things. You embarrass the person. Ain loy chelek Loshan of the Rambam, Rabbi. That's all I'm reading to you. It's a Loshan of the Rambam. You know what that is? But you lose your chilek in the next world. That's an incredible thing. The Chovetz Chaim, in the Psicha to save a Chovetz Chaim, and Lavin Yudalad, in the Bemaim Chaim, also brings this down as well. And he brings the Rashi in Erechin. We didn't mention the Rashi. Rashi says, 
Right? You're embarrassing him. Why? Rabbi Yonah also famously brings this, is that when you embarrass someone, what happens is the color drains from his face. So it's as if you're killing him, says Rabbi Yonah. Why are you killing him? So I will tell you, Modica Rabbeinu Yonah. Rabbeinu Yonah says that we know that when it comes to Shabbos, there are the Lamates Malachas, there are the Ovois, and there are the Toldos, right? There's the Ovois Malachas, those are the, basically what the Kesed Mishnah learns, is the, as, they're most comparable to that which was done in the Mishkan. And then you have the Toldos, right? What we call the branches, so to speak. They're, they're all Doraises, they're all Doraises. There's no difference. Maybe Bismana Migdosh, there's a difference between the Karbonus and the, and the Oynish, but Lemaisa, Locha Lemaisa, Bismana Zeh, there's no real difference between Avon and Toldos, they're both Doraisa. That being the case, um, says the Rabbeinu Yoyna, which is, okay, Rabbeinu Yoyna says, we know that there are, there are the Gimel Averis Chamuras, right? There are three Averis that we know that a person has to give his life up for. Right, there's there's a gilarai shvichas domim and avodazora. Shvichas domim says Rabbeinu Yonah killing someone in a physical way, which no yid would ever dream of doing. That's the av malacha. What's the tolder? The tolder is embarrassing someone. So that's the tolder of the av. It means it's the same severity as the av. Why? Because his blood drains from his face, his face goes whiter, drains out the blood, and whenever you drain out the blood, we know this from Hulcha Shabbos and Hulcha Shoichet, we discussed this, is a person basically getting rid of that blood and he's over. And that's why it's so important for a person to realize how careful he has to be. The Sefer Mitzvahs to the Rambam also, Lo say Shin Gimel, Ubesifri says the Rambam, Menayin Shim Horchisenu In other words, if a guy doesn't listen to you, what, what, what should I do? He's doing something wrong. I must tell him off. You know, you have these people out there that think that they're better than everybody else. Therefore, they've got to tell everybody off. Right? Remember that, right? That's the Benesh we mentioned a few weeks ago. Look into yourself before you look at other people. But whatever it is, there says the Rambam, how do I know that I'm to keep on going back to tell him he did something wrong. And maybe I have to do it until, who knows, until he gets embarrassed. Too bad, right? He's, he's got to know the truth. He's got to know he's doing something wrong. Hmm. It's a terrible, terrible affair. I want to tell you a Gemara. Baba Metzia Nun Chesamud Base Perikazov. I mentioned to you yesterday that a lot of the this sugya of Ainoras Tavorim because it goes very very much intertwined with what we're dealing with today. The Gemara says a very scary thing. Kolayordim legehenim oilin. Basically, that means whoever goes to Gehenim will come out. Right, there's a way out. Don't worry, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You may have to be there for I don't know, a couple of months, two, three, four months, maybe up to eleven months if you're not a Russia. Whoever goes to Gehenna generally comes out. Chutz Mishloisha. Except for three people. There are three people that never leave Gehenna. Shem Yerachim. I don't want to think such a thing. But that's what the Gemara tells us. V'chad minayu ha-malbin penei chaveroi barabim. If you embarrass somebody else, that's it. You, they, they just keep you there. You're stuck in Gehenna for eternity. Just because you embarrass somebody else. There's a Mishnah in Perkyovus. Peregimol Mishnah Tezvav. We haven't reached it yet. You have to look again. This is where you look up the Rabbeinu Yonah, the Shari Tshuva. Also, Rabbeinu Yonah, the Shari Tshuva in the Shari Gimel. Maimah Kuflam I'm giving you just some of the Maimah to look up. Says the Mishnah, Perkyovus, Rebeleza, Amod Yoimeh. Hamalman Espenei Chaveiroi Barabim Afal Pi. Shiyesh Biyodoi Torah Umaisim Toivim. Einu Chedek, Lo Enu Mabo. Takes it a step further, says the Mishnah. 
it could be incredible. Toivim ma'isim toivim. Mamish, you know shas, bal peh. Every sif in Shulchan Aruch. But you embarrass other people, berabim? Ein l'chelik, ba'olam abo. That's a terrible thing. Says Rabbeinu Yoma, and Rabbeinu Yoma is paskining. This is in Rabbeinu Yoma on the Ovis. Zeu echod mitoldois hadvorim shiyorig va'al yava. You know what that means? That means what I mentioned to you before. When Rabbeinu Yoma says, the Ovis is gilarei shvikas doma and Okay, shvikas doma, that's the av. But this is the tolda. So just like for the other, it's Yorig Val Yava, which means you have to basically let yourself be killed or kill yourself first. So do you have to let yourself be killed rather than embarrass somebody else? Rabbi say, just, just use these Maimah Chazal, because there's not so much in Shulchan Aruch about this. But just use these Maimah Chazal to, to be more sensitive when we speak to people. To think about our relationships that we have with our parents, with our children brothers and sisters, our roommates, our chavrusas, our, our workmates, our bosses, whatever it is, to be so careful how we speak to people. If we're going to embarrass them, it's not worth it. Look, look at what Chazal are telling us about people that do these things. So, Enochanami, we know that there's a mitzvah to be mulchiach, right? To give someone criticism, if it's done in a constructive way, if you know that you're going to prove them, improve them. If you have a suffix that you might embarrass them, so if there's any other way of giving them proof, that's what you have to do, right? Um, you have to know. You have to, you have to know in every situation. Yes, to give uh, you know to give a chacha, not to give a chacha. You have to know. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that this is a very very serious thing. Embarrassing somebody else is is terrible. You know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a famous story, and I say this is famous. You know, not like oh one of those famous ones. This one is like really famous, right? Somebody what was once by the table of Rabbi Kivega, right? He was sitting by the table of Rabbi Kivega. Can you imagine sitting by the God Ladar and Mamash from Kivega sitting in front of you? I mean, I don't know about you. I'd be petrified. Mamash petrified. I don't, maybe he's going to know. I, I don't know. He can sing through me. Everyone would be petrified. And the guest accidentally spilled the wine in the cup. Everybody knows the story. What happens next? We all know. Rabbi Kivega also spilled over. And he said, oh my gosh, a shaky table. I, I was meant to get it fixed a long time ago. So we all know the story. But why am I telling you this story? What am I telling you? Obviously, Rabbi Kivayga did it not to embarrass somebody else. Well, it's incredible. But more than that, it was second nature. You know what that means? That means Rabbi Kivayga wasn't born with that. He had instilled within him so much, the, the, the pain of what it means to embarrass someone, that at the second that someone else did it, it wasn't like five minutes later by the next course, Rabbi Kivayga also did it, and then, oh, <laughs> I see the David's also a little bit schwach. No, no, it was that moment. Because it was instilled within him, second nature, not to embarrass somebody else or to save someone from embarrassment. Do you know what that is? That's, that's incredible. That's much incredible. Um, I'm just reading now the incredible story of Rabbi Trenk, of David Trenk, Zatzal. Unbelievable yid. What an unbelievable yid. And he talks over there, he says a story over there that when he was a waiter, working as a waiter, as a young boy, in one of the camps in America, maybe it was Camp Monk, whatever it was, excuse me if I give some of the details, not 100%, um, but, and um, he's talking about uh, one of the people there that was serving, I don't want to say the name, even though my said it's written in the book, there's nothing really wrong with it, but one of the Gedoli Hadora right now, was working with him in camp, and um, he was carrying a tray, and it was like sort of slipping, and David Trink ran over to sort of just help him because he knew that the boss was watching and it would have embarrassed him, and he did that for him. And Ada Yoimazer, meaning when David was alive, he um, 
he always remembered, he said, David, you mama saved me from being so incredibly humiliated and embarrassing. You know what it is? Again, it's, it was in his nature. It was in David Trenk's nature just to, to help someone not to embarrass him. Right? Now, of course, many of us will also do a similar idea. But the, the, the most important thing for us to realize is, is, to, is to try and instill within us the sensitivity to build up other people's self-esteem, to look out for other people, to be careful the way we talk, in the nature, in the tone of voice, whatever, in the words that we choose to use. Yes, they're a joke. We said this last time as well. Oh, it's only a joke. He knows I'm joking. I'm his roommate. I'm his best friend. It's okay. Again, Chazal are telling us the terrible, terrible Aveira and terrible punishment for a person that's Malbim Pnei Chavei Barabim. It's Gefelech. It's terrible. I don't wish it on anyone. And Be'ez Hashem, we should work on it. So we should try Be'ez Hashem to really, really try to master this, to become second nature. What does second nature mean? Second nature means I wasn't born with this. This is not intrinsically me, but I make it me. That's what it means, second nature. And that's what our job is, to try and make sure that we try and make these things second nature. We try not to embarrass anyone. Yes, sometimes we have to help people out. And a Hanabi, sometimes a Rebbe, a, t- a teacher, a father, a mother has to go along and tell their children or their tubby they're doing something wrong. But how is it done? In which way is it done? Right? Well, again, as we said last time, there are students who got, you know, literally emotionally harmed by what their teachers of Rebbeim have said against them. And they remember it for a lifetime. And you could remember these things for a lifetime. And you embarrass the person, Barabim, because you want to be the teacher, you want to be the rabbi that's in charge. It's not Kedai. It's not Kedai. Don't go into Chinuch. If you don't know how to do this, if you don't know how to teach people in a way that you're not going to embarrass them, don't go into Chinuch. It's not Kedai. Chinuch is for people that know how to build people, not people that push them down. Rabbi said, Be'ez HaShem, we should be Zoycha to learn these halachas and obviously keep these halachas as well.